Ah, oh, please, let's not talk about politics tonight, said Lapin. We've got a stolen emerald to discuss, which is infinitely more fascinating. Molly told herself not to take the bait. Her finances had to be job number one at the moment, not chasing around after jewels and a murder. She walked to the end of the bar where Francis was sitting. How's tricks? she asked her friend. Francis shrugged. I can't really say right now, she said quietly. Let's text Lawrence and tell him to get his butt over here. Now that he has a boyfriend, we'd never even see him anymore, and that kind of behavior is just not allowed. Agreed. Molly pulled out her phone and tapped a message. So, Molly, boomed Lapin from the other end of the bar. What would you do if the Baron's emerald fell into your hands? Completely legally, of course. And you suddenly had nine million euros. Pay off my visa bill? <sighs> it is too mundane, my dear. Of course all bills would be paid. But what I am asking is, what is your heart's desire, as far as money can make that possible? Everyone looked at Molly, curious about her answer. Well, she said slowly, I'm drooling at the idea of no outstanding bills. I mean, that alone. Sherry, you're going to have to do better than that. Come on, tell us your heart's desire. Molly smiled. All right, but don't blame me if I get sentimental. Here I am, living in Castillac in the southwest of France. I have a wonderful house, even if it still needs a hundred repairs. I have you sorry lot to hang out with. I'd say I have my heart's desire already. Oh, my heavens above, you sound like you're running for office, said Francis. Lupin came over and put his beefy arm over Molly's shoulder and gave her a side hug. I love you too, La Bombe, he said, kissing her on the forehead. They were startled by a sudden cool gust of air and turned to see Lawrence sweeping into the room, dressed in his usual beautifully tailored suit, hair freshly cut, skin still holding on to the golden glow of summer. He walked down the row, kissing cheeks and exchanging greetings as he went. "'And where is the boyfriend?' asked Francis. "'I'm beginning to think he's made up. "'We hear he exists, but we never actually see this person.' Lawrence laughed. Do you really think I would dare bring him here, to this shark tank? He's far too sensitive for that. And I rather like having him all to myself, he said impishly. What's his middle name? Molly asked. Terence, shot back Lawrence. I'm way too quick for you, Missy, he said, ruffling her hair, which was even more out of control than ever. Would it kill you to find a comb? You are familiar with such implements and their uses. Ha ha. Have you discussed the murder yet? I don't want to miss out on the latest. We haven't really talked about it because no one knows anything, said Molly. Nico, bring a plate of frites, will you? Anyone else? Nico asked. Frances raised her hand. Nico grinned at her and disappeared into the kitchen. Well, who are our suspects? asked Lawrence leaning with one elbow against the bar. "'It's not a game, you know,' said Caroline Dubois. She finished her beer and tossed some money on the bar. "'You can't just treat people's lives like they're contestants on a game show.' "'We can't,' said Lapin. "'Bonsoir, everyone. Time for me to go walk my dog.' Caroline hopped off her stool and made for the door." 
The others were silent as she went out. I suppose we seem terribly rude, said Lawrence after the door had banged shut. It's not as though we knew the Baron, said Lapin. Caroline didn't either. She just likes being huffy. Well, she was close to that case last summer, Molly added. So, tell me more about this emerald, said Francis. Is it huge? About as big as a basketball? Oh, the emerald, a tantalizing subject, said Lawrence. He probably gave it to Esme, said Lapin with regret. Who's Esme? said the other three, all together. You haven't heard of Esme Ridding, the actress? Oh, of course I've heard of her, said Francis. What does she have to do with the Baron? Only his mistress, answered Lapin, grinning ear to ear with pleasure that for once he was the person everyone was paying attention to.